Okay, let us begin this morning session. In, in front of you, there is a paper where you find a metta recital. So we begin every morning with this uh, recital. Let us begin. May all beings be happy and secure. May all beings have happy minds. Whatever living beings there may be, without exception, weak or strong, long, large, medium, short, subtle or gross, visible or invisible, living near or far, born or coming to birth, May all beings have happy minds. Let no one deceive another, nor despise anyone anywhere, neither from anger nor ill will. As a mother would risk her own life to protect her only child, even so towards all living beings, one should cultivate a boundless heart, one should cultivate all the world, a heart of boundless loving friendliness above, below, and all around, unobstructed, without hate or resentment, whether standing, walking, sitting, lying down, or whenever awake, one should develop this mindfulness. This is called divinely dwelling here, not falling into erroneous views, but virtuous and endowed with vision. Removing the size of sensual pleasures, one comes never again to birth in the womb. <clears throat> you may turn off the light. Turn off the light. With these metta thoughts in mind, 
Let us begin our practice. The purpose of starting every session with metta thought is to prepare our mind to be liberated at least temporarily from various psychic irritants. Sometimes they arise as dislike, irritation, anger or resentment. We may experience sometimes the thought of greed, desire, craving, clinging to one thing or other that already has stored in our memory bank. Mind in reality doesn't go anywhere. Although we say mind is traveling, it is used figuratively. Literally, mind can never go anywhere. It circles around this inside our body and mind and the brain. Since we have stored countless things, literally countless from childhood up to now, they are there in our memory bank. And when we try to focus our mind on one object, this already stored material or memory gets start up and then they come sometimes in battalions, in groups, sometimes one after the other, endless chipping in our mind, endless murmuring, endless repetition of various things inside our mind. And we want to settle them. As we partly we can settle down, as we sit in comfortable posture, without moving, twisting, turning, Another way is to focus our attention on how quickly they arise and pass away and prepare the mind to let them settle down. If we do not add anything from the past or past memories, or from future pondering, then mind has 
very few problems to settle down. And that is why we focus our mind on our breath. Very simple, extremely simple object, which has no any mystic connotation. It simply moves in and out, and we train the mind to keep it on that motion. It is an activity, or sankhara, function, and it goes on and on and on without any without regarding any differences of a geographical area, religion, culture, appearance, education, non-education, and all this. Disregarding all this, this breath goes in and out, in and out, in every living being. That's the most universal common denominator in addition to suffering. Understanding this very simple universal principle without going into any philosophy or psychology and theories, keep the mind focused on this very simple breath. To prepare ourselves to stay in that, also to prevent various unwholesome mental state arising, we also recite these metta thoughts. Among all the thoughts, metta thought is a very powerful stepping stone towards gaining concentration. I would say it is a precursor to concentration. When we feel that we are among friends, Simetta is the thought of friendliness. When we unconditionally think that we are sitting amongst friends. Sit, the person sitting in front of us is a friend. Behind, the one sitting behind us is a friend. Those who sit on our sides are friends. We are friendly towards them, they are friendly towards us. This is a very wholesome mental state. So we feel secure, safe, comfortable and peaceful even at the very beginning with this thought.
With this preparation, focus mind on the breath. As I mentioned last evening, when we focus mind exclusively on the breath without thinking of anything, the mind easily becomes calm, body becomes calm and relaxed. With this calm, relaxed body and mind, we stay alert, simply focusing mind on the breath, without thinking, I breathe in or I breathe out. Our ultimate goal is to get rid of this I in our experience, except when we use it for communication. Other times we don't need that. That way getting rid of I would become very easy. We just experience what is happening in our body and mind without word, concept. So we gain concentration quickly. So keep the mind on the breath. Inhale mindfully. Exhale mindfully. Becoming aware of very subtle things that happens to us while we are breathing in and out. For instance, the breath at a time is long. Without saying the long breath, we pay attention to it. Sometimes inhaling is long, exhaling is long. These are very simple activities. Sometimes inhale is short, Exhale is short. Pay attention to it. One might wonder what is the big deal in noticing all this. The big deal is simply to become aware of what is happening in the present moment. In Pali it is called Parimukhaṁ satiṁ upadapetva. Parimukha means in front, not in space, but in time, in the present moment. As we breathe in, 
we experience the breath touching somewhere that each person must experience to focus the mind on it. We cannot rigidly tell people to focus mind only on one particular place where the breath touches. The place where the breath touches varies from person to person and therefore each and every one separately must find it out. It can be tip of the nose, nostrils, upper lips, inside the eyes between no, between eyes inside the nose or expanding and contracting of your lungs or expanding and contracting of your abdomen. So find out wherever you feel comfortable to focus your mind on. But one thing is sure that is, as you breathe in, your lungs are filling. When the lungs are full, you notice a degree of pressure or tension. As you breathe out, that tension or pressure slowly fades away. And when the lungs are empty, you experience a degree of anxiety for not having breath. As you breathe in, that anxiety fades away. You experience pleasant, peaceful feeling. In between inhaling and exhaling, there also is extremely brief pause. It is so subtle, sometimes you may not notice it. If you cannot find it, don't worry about it, but it really happens. As the mind becomes very calm, relaxed, peaceful, no agitation, no excitement, then probably you might notice this tiny pause between inhaling and exhaling. For instance, when the lungs are full with inhaled breath, then inhaling cuts off, that before exhaling starts, there would be very tiny brief pause. Similarly, when you exhale, when the exhaling is complete and lungs are empty, then there would be another very brief pause. And soon after that, 
inhaling begins. These are very subtle occurrences that we experience. If you don't find them, don't worry about them. Eventually you might find them. So this is another <coughs> step of awareness. Don't force yourself to gain concentration. Concentration arises naturally when you take care of other impediments around concentration. For instance, when you are, when the body is quiet, mind is quiet, place is comfortable, everything is quiet, and moment is silent, you probably might have had good breakfast. Putting all these things together make your sitting comfortable. Sometimes the comfort itself can be an impediment, a hindrance, that you may fall asleep. This is a very big hurdle that most of most meditators experience and watch for that. Watch for that very sincerely and remain alert. It is possible for someone to sit on the cushion and sleep for the entire hour or entire period of sitting and get up saying that I got very good concentration and attain jhanas. Friends, that is not jhana. That is not concentration. And we should not try to cheat ourselves but recognize it honestly and get rid of your sleepiness. If mind is agitated with various mental activities, just don't struggle This is very tactful, skillful practice. Just like when you want to swim, if you jump into water and struggle, you will sink. You got to relax learn to float 
and then you can swim. Similarly, when agitation, excitement arise, if you get upset, disappointed, and struggle to get rid of them, you get carried away with the struggle and don't gain concentration. So there again, you have to be very alert and mindful not to fall asleep, not to fall into this trap of agitation. Stay still, alert. These are some of the hindrances <coughs> later on in our Dhamma talks we discuss in more detail. For now these few basic instructions would suffice to continue the practice. And those who have signed up for interviews, go to Sangha Hall and we have interviews. The rest of you continue the practice. <coughs>